What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast here on DFPN. Got a good show lined up for you guys. I know there's AEW Dynamite still going on. Uh, John Moxley just cut a hell of a promo, and uh, Hangman Adam Page went to business for himself again tonight during that promo, and John Moxley shut that shit down promptly. So I'm pretty sure that's going to make some, some, some news tomorrow but the way he did it was listen man you're a sweet kid they actually had to bleep bleep him out i will fuck you up <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let you off with a warning but don't do that shit no more that shit was funny but anyway we got a good show for you guys um before we get into the show, let's get into the uh, sponsors. Shout out to the plugs there, buds. Go to www.gettheplugs.com. Enter code DFPN10 for a 10% discount. Also, shout out to Fiverr. We do have more sponsors coming, some that are going to be exclusive to this show. Uh, when we get to that bridge, I will announce it. But this and many other shows will be uncut ad-free on our Patreon all of our shows that we do are actually on the Patreon right now. So $3 a month, people, it will get you access to the Patreon. All of our shows ad-free. Great drawings. We just had another drawing for our quarterly winners. So uh, shout out to Amanda Hoffman, who won that one. And just join the Patreon, man. It's a lot of fun, a lot of good stuff going on down there. Subscribe to the Bandcamp. We have so much music on there. The whole catalog is available to you. So go to datfilling.bandcamp.com. Bunch of new music dropping. We got so much more music dropping by the end of the year. So make sure y'all go check that out. And also, I'm rocking some merch tonight. So go to Datfilling's uh, Teespring. Search for Dot Filling Podcast at teespring.com. Uh, our Patreon users just got another code to get a big discount on some new merch that we dropped. So make sure y'all go check it out, pick you up something. Now, to my co host, the fabulous one, D Truth. What's up? Nothing's up, man. Um... Kind of interested in this Moxley Hangman Page situation. Can you kind of indulge us into exactly what the circumstances was behind this situation? So this happened, as you know, we were setting up before the show. Right. Uh, right. And right before we went on, I had to go get something. So it was on the TV and I was watching it and Moxley was in the ring with hangman and i think this is going to lead to a this was leading to a match in two weeks because that's what they harped on in two weeks in cincinnati i guess they'll be going one-on-one for the championship so he cut a promo and you know told him he respected him moxley told hangman he respected him he admired him but once they get in the ring he had he says i don't respect the goddamn thing and then he was walking out of the ring. So Hangman took it upon himself to pick up the mic and say, if you were waiting for this for three years, where are you going now? So as Moxley was leaving the ring, Moxley then gets back in the ring and says, 
He's like, look, he did this on the mic in front of the crowd. He was like, look, you're you're a sweet kid. He's like, you're like a lot of these other youngsters. You're running your goddamn mouth. <laughs> and he said, he said, don't don't say some stupid shit that will get you fucked up. <laughs> and he's wow. like, I'm. He's like, since I like you, I, I'm gonna let you off with a warning. Don't do that shit again. And then walked out of the ring. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, you know something on, honestly, on the mic. Honestly, um, <laughs> if you listen to Jim Cornette's podcast, and if you listen to Keeping It One Hundred with Conan and Disco Inferno. Uh-huh. Hey man, Adam Page is the butt of the jokes every single week, especially mm-hmm. you know how he dresses. And Conan made the comment the other day, which I thought was hilarious. He says that I mean, I guess Hey Man came out you know last week or something on Dynamite. And he was wearing some some jeans and I guess a shirt, but it had like pink butterflies or some shit all over it or something like that. Yeah. So <laughs> Conan was like. Cowboy shit. Yeah, like <laughs> broke cowboy shit, if you know broke back mountain. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? He ain't looking too good since that media scrum. So no. I don't know why they keep pushing this guy. Um there's a lot of stuff going on right now. We, we, we might as well just go into it real quick, start it off here, because people out there seem to not understand that. Just because you think the grass is greener on the other side, which I'm talking about WWE, I'm going to do everything I can now to try to get fired or get released. Well, partner, right. you signed the contract. I'm, I'm looking at you, Andrade. Okay. You signed the contract. You were so pissed off and you hated what was going over at the Anvil Empire. And Tony Khan's not listening to the bullshit. You signed a contract. Right. When have you ever right. heard of outside of the mass, you know, firings they were doing releases? When have you ever heard of WWE just outright releasing somebody because they were unhappy? If I remember correctly, Mustafa Ali is still with WWE, right? After that long yes. campaign he did on social media about getting released, he wanted to go. He's still yeah. there. So yeah. people need to realize that this is a business. Yes, you are an independent contractor, but for some reason they can hold you to that contract. You're not going anywhere. Now, right. in defense right. of Andrade, Andrade, like a lot of others, have not been used correctly at all. Andrade came in with so much hype, so much promise. Started off with Vicky Guerrero as his manager. I thought that was a perfect fit. Haven't done yep. nothing with him since then. The Andrade family office, he got that from Matt Hardy, and it's just, it, it was nothing. Nothing right. whatsoever, dude. Right. It's just been down for him. Miro is another one. Miro should have been AEW World Champion a long time ago. That should have been one of your top heels. Why has his wife not been, you bring all these females in and nobody knows. Why has this dude's wife, CJ Perry, not been brought into the company when people know her? And he's always in his promos talking about the, his wife and the goddess and all this other stuff. Why have you not brought her in? And she just basically said in an interview the other day that she would have loved to. So why have you not pulled the trigger, AEW, and brought her in? You're too busy with Luigi the pizza man 
and all these other people that don't give nobody gives a shit about. And now you're seeing it. Now you're seeing the situation. Now remember all the time I've come on this podcast and I said, "Hey, AEW, you need to really start thinking outside of uh, out of outside of your core audience and actually grow the business because there's a lot of people out there, a lot of casuals that don't watch your show, don't even know you exist." You can't just survive true. on the hardcores. I've been saying that. People say, "Oh no, Frank D. No, you don't. No, they the New Japan people, the the New Japan guys. They'll save them." And blah 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 blah. No, no, because here's the bottom line: if you draw a million dollar house, but you're paying all these wrestlers millions of dollars, where's your profit? You don't have any. You got a point. You have a point. And I'm not trying to come off as the hater. I'm not drinking the haterade or the, the Tonyade. I'm not drinking it. What I'm saying is the truth. Okay? WWE is putting on Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns. You know why they're doing that? Because Logan Paul over in that country is a big deal. That's why they're doing it. Okay? They want top tier quality matches. I don't like the dude. Don't don't care for him ever since that shit. That happened when he filmed that dude's suicide in the in the uh, in the forest. Don't care for him, but at the same time, they realize he's gonna bring him, bring them attention, more attention than say a Seth Rollins will bring them, or Matt Riddle will bring them, or Randy Orton will bring them. AEW, no, he'll he'll bring them. He'll bring and he'll bring a younger audience in. Right. So who they got? Who they got coming for this this uh this this match here with with Riddle and uh, Rollins? They bring in uh, what's his name? Daniel uh, Daniel Cormier. Yeah, yeah, Daniel Cormier. They're bringing him in to, to do this match or another outside celebrity. That's WWE has always been that way to bring in outsiders from different genres. WCW did the same the same thing. But you know the difference between when WCW and WWE does it versus AEW? They bring in people that are actually relevant. That's what the difference is. So you're saying bring in somebody current, fresh versus someone that like a Mike Tyson because they brought in Tyson. Mike Tyson has been there recently. Huh? Mike Tyson hasn't been there recently. And when Mike Tyson was there, guess what? No one cared because that time, that, That's what that, Mike Ty- that aura was gone long ago. Mike Tyson. Yeah. When Mike Tyson did appearances for the WWF and then he came back for the WWE reunion of DX when they, when he was, a, the, what was it? The, the, whatever they did when he was there. Yeah, it, they, he, he still had a little bit of popularity left, but no one cares about Tyson now. You go, you, you go bring people in. You bring, like, okay, like Snoop Dogg, right? Remember when they put Snoop Dogg on the show? No one cared. Yeah. No one gave a shit. So, what, what about, what about, what about a Kevin Gates? What about Fabulous? What about, how many a West people Side know, Gun? how many people know, how many people know Kevin Gates? Not knocking him. How many people know Kevin Gates? Is Kevin Gates a household name? Is that is that like when WWE brought out the Migos to 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 day one? No, it's not. It ain't. Kevin Gates is Gun. a popular rapper. Don't know who don't what don't know who the fuck he is. Horrible, horrible rap he did when he was out there. Only thing I know is the dude sound but sound bit off of WWE's uh, audio tracks and got sued. That's all I know about. Him. Damn. 
Damn. Man, have you heard of Griselda? Have you heard of Griselda? No. Oh, okay. That tells me all I need to know. Yeah, I don't listen to the bullshit. All right. <laughs> okay. I mean, no, but that tells was, me all I need. That tells me all I need to know, though. Well, what does that tell you? Wrestling needs to. Well, AEW needs to uh-huh. grab more, more pop culture. That's my point, dude. Now you know what I'm saying is, if you brought out there, let's say AEW Tony Khan makes the announcement, right? AEW, uh, whatever our next event is, we're gonna have special guest musical artists. Drake will be there. Oh, that's gonna get some eyeballs. That'll get some definite eyeballs on the product. You know, our Drake you know, hey, will get eyeballs on the product. Yeah. Oh, okay. we're gonna bring Chris Brown over there. That's gonna get some eyeballs on the product. You talk about a, a rating for dynamite. You put Chris Brown on there and on the, on the performance. Shit. They will hit that two million. <laughs> they'll hit that two million mark. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> Not even a Chris but- Brown friend like that. But but then you have to contend with the marks who say they're copying WWE's format. Who cares what the marks have to say? If they, if if the marks knew what they were doing, the marks would be running their own business. They'd be running the business. That's the problem. The marks are not running anything. The marks are running their mouth, just like we're running our mouths. But you know the difference is that when I talk, I make sense. What the fuck I'm saying? All I'm saying is. Westside Gun is a he, he's a popular rapper. Don't know so who he is. You may you may get you may get more eyeballs from a particular community. But what I'm saying is that's why I bring up the point. Maybe they need to go. Maybe they need to go pop culture instead of specifics. Okay, but that's that exactly. That's my whole point, dude. Like, okay, what, what, what? Okay, let me, let me put it like this. I listen to a certain segment of, of, of music, certain segment of hip hop. You feel me? So I'm not familiarized with all these different people coming in. I don't listen to the shit. Have these dudes that is out there right now. I, you know, hey, go be successful while you want to. I don't know who the fuck you are. I'm just keeping it one okay. thousand. I don't know who you are. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So only I thing I know about you. them is when I see you on the news and they say that somebody killed your ass. I don't know who the fuck wow. you are. Wow. I'm being I'm being honest. I'm being I'm being completely honest. The dude that got killed out here and, and uh got killed in Inglewood uh at the Roscoe's got robbed, PNP, uh P whatever his name was. I didn't know who the fuck he was until he said he got robbed. He was a rapper that got robbed. I'm like, damn, another one. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't I don't know these people because I come from a different era. I don't know them. But okay, so let me let me explain it to you like this. Ice Cube. Yeah. Would you bring Ice Cube to AEW? No. <laughs> because he's not a Ice Cube's not a draw now. He ain't a draw. Ice Cube is Ice Cube is a legend. Yes, a legend. OG. Yo, he'll he'll bring in maybe you know two hundred two or three hundred thousand more viewers to your show. But he's not. He's not relevant right now, like that. So no, you you're not going to draw numbers with that. Sorry, you're not. 
No, I get where you're coming from. I get only where person that'll draw. Only person it's, that'll it just draw. Sounds... That's an OG that'll draw numbers is Tupac, and he ain't coming back. <laughs> I get what you're saying. It just sounds so wild. <laughs> it it sounds. Wild? It sounds crazy. What's wild about it? Because if they're bringing in, if they're bringing in a celebrity, right, right. If they're bringing in a celebrity, I would expect that to be an event. Like, you get people talking, which the people they've brought in have got people talking. Maybe not enough. <laughs> Maybe not really? enough. Yeah. They have people talking? They have people talking? Yes. Who? Yes. A whole bunch of talking? outlets were... A whole bunch of... A whole bunch of... What they did, they brought the hip-hop community into wrestling. Okay, and and how many of those hip hop hip hop community? How how many of those people actually sit around and watch the damn show? You, I don't know I'll, that. I'll wait. I don't know that. Exactly. But you could you could argue the same thing for WWE though. Absolutely. How many how many of those people are staying around? Yeah, it'll generate a big buzz. A because it's WWE and B is because of somebody wildly popular. But how many of those people are going to stick around? They're not going to. So they 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 put this match and and once again, dude, you see, that's why I gotta I gotta correct something. So I mentioned Logan Paul earlier. They're doing this match with him and Roman, right? They're doing yeah. it in Saudi Arabia because they know nobody's gonna watch that shit. Exactly. Because they know it's not going to draw here. People here don't like Logan Paul. Logan Paul is not really, I would call, a celebrity in the first place. He's a YouTuber. He's a YouTuber that got that got lucky. He's a YouTuber that Dwayne Johnson was nothing to do with. Put it like that. Yeah. That's, that's true. That is very true. But... In, in the grand scheme of things, let's go back to the original conversation of why Tony's not granting releases. Okay. And we talked about this off air is because a lot of the, and, and this is how I, how I genuinely feel, right? Nobody wanted to go back to WWE. When they left WWE, they came to AEW looking for something new. They got it initially. They Then they stopped getting it. Triple H takes over, and now everybody wants to go back. Or some people want to go back, not everyone. But some yep. people are are being very vocal that they want to go back. And Tony's like, no, <laughs> You're, I'm not granting releases right now. But I don't even remember. I'm just keeping 1,000, right? Even when Triple H was still having some sort of when he was still there, you feel me? But Vince was still in control of creative, right? When he was still there, talking about Andrade, he wasn't at the top of the card. He was mid-card at best. So if you look at how he's been used versus how I mean, I don't know, man. Is it is it is, is it is it, is it, it the company or is it your lack of ability to you know grab onto the brass ring? That because that you, was going to be my question. Yeah, how much of that? Like, how much of it is is actually his fault? Yeah, because the dude can't cut a promo, he can't talk. It's not his fault. He can't talk. He doesn't really know the language. 
So it's very hard for him to articulate what he's trying to say. So you have Vicky Guerrero there as the manager, the mouthpiece. You took her away. Do you put him with somebody who doesn't matter? Vicky Guerrero was an instant heat magnet. So she, he yeah. could have, you know, got the rub from her. But then I look at WWE and it's like, I don't remember him main eventing nothing. I never remember him main event Raw, SmackDown, anything. You were a big fish no. in the little pond called NXT. When you came up to the main roster, you were a Vince guppy saw, in a pool of sharks. You were, exactly. Vince saw through it. I mean, that's just what it is. What it is. It, do you think Tony's seeing the same thing? I think with Tony Khan, I think that a lot of and, and people are going to be like, "Oh shit, I can't believe you said that," but it's the truth. I think that Tony Khan has buyer's remorse on a lot of guys that he's brought in. I think that Andrade may be the is, case. I think Andrade that may is be one the of case. Them. Andrade is one of them. I think he he thought at the time. Oh, this guy is a, is a great wrestler. He'll do a lot for the brand, whatever. I think now he has buyer's remorse. But at the same time, Tony is a businessman. I'm not going to let you go. Just walk right back into the WWE. So I think that's where we have a situation right now. Same thing. Like I we think thought, that's oh, true. Malachi, Malachi Black was released. Our conditional release. Now Malachi said, okay, no, I'm not. I'm not going anywhere. I'm still with AEW. Yeah. Because you have a contract for four years or whatever the situation is. You're not just gonna get out of it. What are you gonna you gonna buy out the contract? You don't have you don't have the, the funds to do that, bro. Because if you did, it would be no problem. Right. But people just don't understand that once you sign on the dotted line, you sign that contract, bro. There's something you can do with it. It's a done deal, it's a done data, and they're stuck right now. But on Tony Khan's part is you have a boatload you're your talent, you have too much talent, too much talent and not enough TV time. Then on top of that, you want to push the Ring of Honor brand, which is a dead brand. Period. It's dead. There is no Ring of Honor. At this point, we can put the Ring of Honor in the same equation as we did the WCW invasion. No, no. Oh, well, absolutely. Yes. yes, you can. I was gonna, I was I no, I wasn't gonna put it in that category. I was going to say it's the new ECW. No. I'm going to tell you why. It's, I'm going to tell you why it's Ring of Honor in WCW. Here's the reason why. Because back when it first started, they were trying to do WCW matches on WWF TV shows defending WCW titles. Okay? That was before the alliance ever came to be. Yeah. So it's not the same thing. There was never any ECW titles during the invasion. There was never ECW belts being defended. The only active titles they had was WCW because WWE didn't own the trademark yet for ECW, so they didn't have any of the belts. So that's why I consider like a Ring of Honor WCW thing. Is they're both dead brands. Period. Makes sense. Makes a sense. But yeah, it's 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 some crazy shit. It's some yeah. crazy shit. Yeah. Some real crazy shit. Yeah. It's crazy <laughs> shit. It's it's crazy shit. It's like every other day now, people aren't looking at AEW for the wrestling. They're looking at AEW for the drama. Well, what's going to happen now? What's, what's going to be the next story? It's like, is that really the, the kind of, is that the image you want to put out there? It's for, Not for really. A company, for for a company really. that was, for a guy that was coming out 
and he was comparing his company to WCW. <laughs> I don't remember all this kind of shit happening in WCW. I didn't hear. I didn't hear about it. Maybe in the early early nineties with Bill Watts, but that was a whole different another situation. But nothing, nothing like this. Dude's coming to work and like, oh, I'm I'm waiting on this motherfucker to get here, and I'm gonna get in his face. Just like some street shit. Hey, but hey, do what you do. But that that is a perfect segue into the next segment. So on that note, there was a rumored fight. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> there was a rumored fight between the guy in our last segment, Andrade El Idolo, and mm-hmm. Sammy Guevara. And this is what the second time that Guevara has been in, been in some shit. First it was yeah. Eddie Kingston. Now it's Andrade. I'm like, bro, I, I think what it's coming down to is I think Guevara thinks because he's got the you know the Jericho rub or something that his shit don't sink or something, and that he's protected. I don't know what it is. No, it, it's a it's a new problem. It's a new problem that I'm that I'm starting to notice just based off interviews that I see and what I hear is coming out of that. So a lot of these young stars, talents, whatever you want to call them, don't have the respect of the business. They don't. They simply don't. They're they're there to be a star. Once they get a little bit of crowd reaction, then they they act like they're kings of the world. And there's yep. no there's very little respect for the guys that paved the way for them. Yep. I agree with that. And that, that's just that's just what I'm hearing. So this is me putting two and two together. A lot of these guys just simply don't have the respect of the business. I agree. That's that's what you hear all the time with the the young bucks and mm-hmm. Omega that they don't you know respect the business. I don't I don't necessarily know if they don't respect I mean Ultimate Warrior didn't respect the business. Right. He was just in it for the money. Right. Sting wasn't Sting wasn't a fan of the business like that, but he got better over time and learned how to learn how to work, work the craft. Right. Right. Goldberg wasn't a fan of the business. Kevin Nash wasn't a fan of the business. And it's usually the guys that aren't the biggest fans of the business become the most successful ones. And it wasn't yep. our, the biggest fans of the business, and not so much. Very, very few. Very few. Because yeah. that shit clouds it. Case in point, Velveteen Dream. Oh, God. <laughs> Case in point. Yeah. Velveteen Dream is probably one of the biggest fans of the wrestling business itself. Right. Horrible human being. Uh, <laughs> until until I see uh, uh, until I see a police report with those accusations, allegations that uh, from a couple years ago, I'll just say that he has a, a, a substance issue that he needs to take care of. I'll follow you there. I'll backtrack on my previous comment. I'll follow you yeah. there. Yeah. He just kayfaved it. <laughs> yeah. But you get to a point where you live the business. Bret Hart lived the business. Triple H lived the business. Shawn Michaels lived the business. Steve Austin lived the business. 
you're talking about guys with extreme dedication to their craft as well. There's a difference. Yeah, he, he had a, he Patrick Clark had extreme dedication to the craft. He created that Velvet he, Dream, Velveteen Dream character. He went out there and rocked him. He was every time the dude would come out there with a different entrance, it was paying homage to somebody. Every one time the dude came out dressed as Hollywood Hogan. Yeah. And had a fire match. Right. He was, and that's the dude. The dude was putting on five star matches every time he went out there and did something. Yeah. So, I just think, I don't know. I don't know. Until I I see some paperwork that says something or whatever, I just say that he got sabotaged, and that's that's pretty much what it was. That's true. That's fair. That's somebody, fair. somebody, somebody tried to do that. Somebody tried to do the same shit to Enzo years ago, same thing, and it came out. It turned out to be bullshit. Mm-hmm. Same thing. So until I hear something different, I say, "Hey, Velveteen Dream, Pat, and, uh, Patrick Clark, get your substance shit together. You might be looking to do some time here pretty soon. So just, just get it right, bro." I agree with that. I that I can accept. Because it, the allegations beyond substance abuse, yeah, a lot of that may be bullshit. So I see, so I see a police report where this dude was locked up, arrested. The DA has a case. I, I'm not, nah. You got, you got to prove that shit because too many, too much of that shit gets put out there in the world, and people just take it for oh, that's that's it. It's a it's a the court of public opinion. So yeah, yeah. Apparently, something happened with Andrade. I might have to go back and watch it. I'm getting mad. Oh, he was. Oh, he was on the show. I don't know. I have to go back and watch it. Okay. <laughs> I'll have to go back and watch it. But moving on, let's get into some fun shit. <laughs> let's oh, continue. Well, hold, on. hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So 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 easy so, so, Eric Bischoff put out this tweet, right? Uh-huh. Great, great match. No idea why it's happening, but hey, uh, this is awesome, Chant, and it's National Scissoring Day. By the way. What's the main event tonight? Mm. Mm. Well, that's says all I little, need to know. A little bit of shade. A little bit of shade. Although I thought the main event tonight should have been Wheeler Uta versus uh MJF. That's just me personally. Well, I would well, not yeah. have that match open in the show. Well, here's here, here's another thing here. We, you know, we can talk about real quick. So Somebody put this out there, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But here's, to, you know, it was a Tony Khan Ring of Honor update. It says, Warner Brothers Discovery wants to continue on with Ring of Honor pay-per-views and the success of those pay-per-views bodes well for a chance at a weekly show. That sounds like some bullshit that someone said because we haven't heard anything from uh, Warner Brothers Discovery yet about the possibility of an ROH show. And I'm not sure exactly where they can put it on the schedule. I think a Saturday night show would be awesome, but that's just me wishful thinking. Hey, can they, can 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 any wrestling show draw on a Saturday night now? 
It's possible. It's possible. Guess we shall see, my friend. All I'm saying is I think Ring of Honor on a Saturday would be awesome. That's just me. Plus, you have a you have a opportunity to showcase. First and foremost, let's go back. They need to bring back some of these uh original ROH people and then showcase them on the Ring of Honor show. Didn't they just uh sign Bandito? Yes. So I would definitely showcase Bandito on ROH. Yeah. But you know Especially after why, that match he had with uh Jericho. You know the only reason why <clears throat> the only reason why supposedly AEW went after Bandito, right? Why? Is because WWE had interest in signing him. Hmm. Makes sense. Bandito was so good, let's get man. him. So let's get him before they can get him so we can just add on to our bloated roster of talent. There you go. I mean, great business move. But other than that, don't make sense. Great business move had... Okay. This is the way to salvage all this, right? This is the way to salvage the entire situation. Very, very simple. They need another hour for Rampage. I agree. Give me a two-hour Rampage. Yep. Two hours of Dynamite. You have... Certain show, certain superstars work dynamite, certain superstars work rampage. That's how you do it. Kind of like how Bischoff originally wanted the Nitro Squad, the Thunder Squad. That's how you go. Yeah. And then you have yeah. your your dark, your elevation and dark and all that shit. You have the C. So you have the A team, the B team, and the C team. Yeah. That's all you got. That's that's how you do it. It's not complicated. No, it's not. But I I think I read or heard somewhere that they are going to start doing a live two-hour rampage. They need to. And they need to change the time of the show. Yeah, I'd have... Well, here's the risk you run of doing that. SmackDown. I mean, you, <laughs> yeah. You run the risk of going, going up against SmackDown. Well, now, I would... I, w- I wouldn't change the day. I'd change the start time. Because WWE can always plan around that first hour of of uh, of SmackDown. So what are you thinking? Maybe a 9 o'clock start time for Rampage? Yeah. That makes more sense. 9, 9 p.m. makes more sense. Yeah. And if you and you have to do it live. You can't you you cannot in this day and age. You cannot do a tape show, dude. No, it's just, no. it doesn't work. That formula doesn't work anymore. WWE doesn't do that shit anymore. And they need to not, AEW does. I understand, you know, the cost of TV and the cost of doing the show. But hey, if they would, you know, let go of some of that talent on that bloated roster, you could free that money up for production costs. And, 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 and another thing, too, like I said before, they need to change the look of the show. Yeah, I agree. It looks tonight. Tonight looked it looked tacky. Yeah, it looked tacky. But in saying that, in saying that, you have to start moving to bigger arenas too. 
You got to move the bigger arenas, yes. But at the same time, even when WWE does small arenas, you don't even know it because the production that they do is phenomenal. Phenomenal production. They just, they have that just, it just, with WWE, it just has that, that high tech feel to it. You know what I mean? Just, it's the same. It's just, they really bumped up their productions in the last, I would say, 10 years where it's really, yeah. It stands yeah. out. So AEW needs to be on that level. They there's no reason why in, in 2022 that your wrestling show should look like that. And it looks it looks like a bad it, it just looks like an indie show is what it looks like with with you know some fancy cameras. But the state the stage is trash. I'm sorry, the pyrotechnics is trash. It's the same pyro every <laughs> impact had better pyro than that. But it's the it the pyro the pyro looks like that because the stage looks like that. Well, they, they need to revamp the whole thing. If you're yeah. saying three years, we're we're around for three years, and it's our three year anniversary. Guess what? I would have changed up some shit. The very first the to. very first nitro was in the Mall of America. They didn't have a set. It was just you know they had the logo right. Next week they did the the next edition of nitro. That's when they unveiled the new set. WCW letters on both sides, the you know the structure they have that. How come AEW can't do something like that? You just did something cool, like like that stage that they use where the stage has the uh, all the the different you know graphics and shit all over it or whatever. Why they, they need to just overhaul the production? It looks low budget. Yeah, I agree with that, but. How how did they get there? <laughs> you know what I mean. Like how how are they going to get there? You can't you can't get there if you're signing everybody. You can't get there if if you're doing you're doing the same thing on a weekly basis. You can't get there like that. I'm, I'm sorry, sure. but it's it's true. I'm sorry. I, I'm not sorry for anything I'm saying. <laughs> it's, it's the truth. Because you can't, it's, it's you can't get it's the there truth. doing what you're doing right now. Yeah, you can't keep doing what you're doing and expect it to be it, a success. I'm sorry, your you have not your the ratings of that show. This is where you can tell, and I hate when people say this. Oh well, people are not really watching TV as much anymore. Bullshit. Bullshit. When you look at the ratings that the you look at the ratings that the NFL gets on Mondays, and you look at the ratings that the news channels are, were getting around the election time and all that stuff, that's bullshit. Why is that? It's because of the production value. The NFL is a production. The NFL yeah. caters to not just a specific audience, but they try to bring in as many people as possible. Right, because of the production. Not you mean tell me they go they outside have. of their? They you mean tell me that the NFL goes outside of their hardcore audience to try to reach more people? Yeah, they do. You mean tell me it's a business that they're trying to make money? Yeah. Even, wow. Even the even the elections, even wow. the elections. It's it's Damn. all about it's all about getting people on your side. Well, That's I'll what that's damned. about. I will be damned. I cannot believe that they're actually running a business over there and they're not thinking about the hardcores. Wow. 
Hey, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. But, but, and until, 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 and it's not just AEW. WWE is guilty of the same shit. Yeah. They're guilty of it too. They have better, yeah. they have a, a better production set, but what they cater to is a niche audience. That is what oh, they're catering to. I, I've been saying that since he took over, that he was catering <laughs> to the NXT audience. I've been saying this. I've been saying that this is exactly what he's been doing. It's going for the NXT audience. And it's like I said before, look at the raw rating every week now. It's declining every week. Yeah. Oh, that damn Monday Night Football. Is it really the Monday Night Football? Or is it just that the show sucks? I think it's because the show sucks. Nah. I'll put a little bit. I'll put a little bit on Monday Night Football. A little, a very little. Just because very of little. very little because of just of what they've been promoting. But they they haven't been having great games. And even on Monday nights, like even with the game not so great, my want to turn to a wrestling show on a Monday night. Is is not there? Yeah, this ain't the nineties. <laughs> it's not there. Halftime shows for Super Bowl attract more fans than. Thank NFL you very much true. for saying that. Thank you. Exactly. Even even people who didn't watch don't watch the NFL. The, we were all were watching the Super Bowl halftime show this year because we all yes. want to see, especially me, because it was in my hometown, Inglewood. So I want to see what they were going to do. So everybody was watching that shit. And they had people That's on there, true. like, you know, had Snoop on there, had Dre, you had 50, you had Mary J. Blige, you had, uh, what's his face, um, Kendrick Lamar. You had all these different cats out there. And everybody was, in, it was, everybody was watching that shit because you know why? Because it drew. It Even drew. this year, they yeah. already announced Rihanna's going to be on the halftime show this year. And already ah, people well, are talking about that shit. Yeah, well, I don't know about all say that. Say what you want. Say what you want, want. But Rihanna, Rihanna's going to bring people to the show. She will? Yeah, Rihanna has we'll a see. freaking crazy fan base. We'll see. Her fan base is insane. We'll like see. on par with Beyonce. We'll see. All right. Not knocking. I just said we'll see. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> I mean, we got Ooh. one one cat one catalog of what they did, and we got Rihanna in her catalog. We'll see what she got. Yeah, I'm just saying. Don't be surprised. It's gonna be Bone Thugs versus Three Six Mafia all over again, buddy. Oh my God! Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> all right, moving on. Let's continue this discussion that we had last week. That was some funny shit. <laughs> Best wrestling views. I know we did our top five last week, and then uh, we we did we did our honorable mentions, and that that spiraled out of control, out of control. Oh. <laughs> it, spir- it spiraled out of control. So I went back and I watched. Uh, I was looking for uh, the Freebirds versus Von Erichs. Happened yes, to find it. Yeah. Crazy time in the wrestling business. Sure was. <laughs> you see the way the place was popping. 
Bro, they was wild. Yeah. Wild. And Michael Hayes strutting. Yo, that, yo. <laughs> Michael Hayes strutting. Michael Hayes moonwalking. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was wild. But Michael uh, was an entertainer. He wasn't no wrestler. He was an entertainer. Yeah. Yeah. Moose set wasn't that great. But exactly. he can get he can get you to hate him. Yeah. He can get you to hate him. Just like just like I was watching earlier. MJF, his moveset is so basic. But but he can make you hate him. Yeah, but he goes for the cheap heat. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Mike Hayes is going for the gusto. Yeah, he he, you know, I look I, I put I put uh I look at MJF and his promo ability, his promo style. I put it in the same category as, as uh, and, and I like this guy, so it's not like a knock. It's just, it is what it is. But I put it into the same category as Shane Douglas. When Shane Douglas was, mm. was out there cutting a promo, he would just say a lot of nothing and meant nothing. But you booed the shit of him. Because yeah. Because he was a, a loose cannon. Yeah. So. So. Other feud, other feud, one other feud that I looked at too. Um, DX versus the nation. Uh bro, they did they did some wild shit to each other. Well, that was hot. That 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 summer 1998, that DX versus Nation feud. That was hot. And that's where and that's where people uh people save us all the time. They're like, oh man, you know, DX, whatever. It was the best of it was when it was with Hunter Shine in, in China. No, it wasn't. The best DX faction was when it was with Road Dog. Um, Badass Billy Gun, X Pac, Triple H in China. That was the best version of DX. That's when yeah. everybody was rocking DX. That's when DX was legitimately a cool, a cool faction. All right. So, yeah. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. And the nation, um, right when, right when The Rock took over, yeah, just hit a high point. Because it wasn't, it was it, it went from, it went from, it went from a, a kind of NOI vibe to it, to we just fucking taking over, <laughs> like like. Well, we it, just, it we went just, from it, it. It honestly, the the group went from what it originally stood for, you know, um, right. As far as like, if you go back to the 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 very the very first incarnation of the nation. I believe it was, where was the first? What wasn't it in Memphis? Is where, is where it started? Yeah. Okay. So perfect place to start it too, by the way. Yeah. That was, it was a perfect place to start it. Yeah. And it's like, I think it was uh, down in Memphis where they, where he first started. But yeah, like you just mentioned how, how they took, how, how when Rocky took over, it took away all the elements of the nation of Islam. It was just basically about a faction of power, especially, Especially when it got upgraded when they and when they added Owen Hart to the group. Yeah. And yeah. Owen, and that's and that's the reason why the DX feud started to be in the first place, because Owen Hart was feuding with DX. He was feuding with Triple H. Yeah. And that's why, okay, now I got my boys with me now. You know, now okay, this up? dude here, exactly. <laughs> this dude right here that we will gladly bring to the cookout. He can hang with us. And it was a, it was a yeah, that was that was a good times, man. That was a really good feud. 
Yeah, that was a really good feud. Side note, <laughs> it seems to me, and maybe maybe I may be the only one seeing this. Yeah. Sami Zayn in the bloodline is like Owen Hart in the nation. I may be the only one saying this, but I could I could be totally wrong. But this is what it appears to me. He he's playing that role like Owen Hart in the Nation of Domination. No, because you Owen don't think Hart. So? In the, no, because Owen Hart in the Nation of Domination wasn't. Excuse me, wasn't goofy. It wasn't comedy. Okay. Sami Zayn is doing comedy and, and shit with them. Owen Hart was Owen Hart was a co-leader of a nation with The Rock. He wasn't getting up. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh! Hey, Sami Zayn, you are you know Owen Hart. You are an honorary member of a nation. You were you know honorary. No, he didn't do no shit like that. Owen Hart was out there kicking ass. Going yeah, crazy. that is true. So, <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that is no. true. I get I get your point, but at the same time, too, the bloodline aren't as cool as the nation was. Hell no. Hell no. The nation, the nation should get more respect, bro. (laughs) Yeah, the music, the music alone of of the nation. If people remember the nation's music, we are the nation of domination. No, not that one. Which one? The first one? No, I'm talking about I'm talking about when Rocky took over. Yeah, because it was similar to Rocky's theme. Yeah. Yeah. And then he I yeah, the Rock's first theme. You talking about loving the theme song. God dog. We gotta <laughs> do that next. Yeah. Loving a theme song. But yeah, that feud was good. Uh, I I wasn't too familiar <clears throat> with the uh, uh, with one of these feuds I I actually came across. Apparently, Jake the Snake and Sting had a feud in WCW. Yes, WCW. Yeah, yeah. Jake 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 had uh Jake had debuted in uh, in WCW in Baltimore. He had, he had debuted I think in the summer. He came over to the barricade and came in and attacked Sting and him with a steel chair. Shit out of Sting. Sure did. Yeah, he was and he was threatening to he was threatening to uh put the snake on him. Yeah. So that's when that, that's when they but they built it and, and and Jake had a couple of matches in WCW. He you know, he wrestled uh uh Marcus Bagwell, he wrestled mm-hmm. Dustin Rhodes, a couple of them, but <clears throat> it was all leading towards um spinning the wheel, make the deal, Halloween having ninety two. Yeah. And this just it, it didn't work out with Jake, and I think Jake, if Jake had to continue on at WCW at the time, it would have been monster business for him over there. But it just didn't work out, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah, he yeah. yeah, him and Sting that feud they had and the culmination of it at Halloween Havoc, which I thought Halloween Havoc '92 was like one of the most underrated shows that WCW put on because it was actually from top to bottom it was a pretty good wrestling show. Yeah, I, I I was leading up to that, but that that's a pay per view oh. I really want to go back and look at, yeah. just because that match was on it. Right. And I'm I'm leading this into a segment that we're going to, but yeah, it was it was one of those. Oh shit! I didn't know this happened. 
Like I don't I don't remember it. Oh, I, remember. I was around for it, but I don't I don't yeah. remember that happening. And then when I came across it, I was like, oh my God, this is so so here's another feud you probably don't remember that was about to happen, but they couldn't finish it because he because one of the parties got hurt. But they were gonna go into this. Now, this now I'm gonna blow your mind right now because this guy was about to, he was gonna be a babyface in this feud. It was WCW. It was 1994. Mm-hmm. It was going to mm-hmm. be Big Van Vader versus Ravishing Rick Rude. Rick Rude was was going to be a babyface. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. They were about to do that feud, but then Rick, Rick got hurt in a match with Sting over in Japan, so they couldn't finish it. But yeah, they were going to go. Uh, Rick Rick Rude was turning babyface. He was on a feud with wow. Vader. Yeah, that would have been a good feud, actually. Yeah. Yeah, because it's because because oh, there's so many because because Rude had all this time had been a heel. Yeah. So to turn Bro, could you could you imagine the amount of ladies that would have like instantly fell in love with that man? Yeah. Cause yeah. he already had him as a heel. Yeah. <laughs> as yeah. a baby yeah. face? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, I know it's crazy, but Rude, Rude was about Rude was turning babyface in WCW, and then he got that the injury happened. He couldn't they couldn't go through with it, but that's what that's was happening. Crazy, he was, he was, yeah. So a few with Vader, yep. That would have been yeah. That would have been a monster feud. Okay, Vader was a great heel. Oh, Vader was one of the best. But I'm, I'm gonna tell you another yeah. match, that, another feud that really nobody talks about. And I thought it was pretty good. Do you remember Crush versus Macho Man in WWF 1994? Yeah, when Crush turned yeah. heel, yeah, was with Mister Fuji, that that was good shit. That that, that, that was, was that was that was good. That was good shit. Good. That was great. I enjoyed the hell out of that. Yeah, There's that was one, right one before he left, about. right? Yeah, right before he left. To yeah, it was right yeah. before. He, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I remember that. That was that was a good feud. Yeah, didn't it have something to do with him commentating? Um, like no, what, it had, what, it had, what? What? Yeah, what it had to do with? If I remember correctly, what it had to do with is um, is Yokozuna had wrestled Crush, and he had did the bonsai drop on Crush a couple of times, and I guess Crush was like Macho didn't come out to help him, or Macho Man was on commentary, but he didn't come out to help. Yeah, Crush. Yeah. So then when Crush came back, he you know Crush had teased turning heel. And Macho got in the ring. They did a, a promo segment, and Crush was like, "Oh, these you know these people don't care about me." And he's like, "Macho was like, oh yeah, these people are cool and all this bullshit." <laughs> and then you know, Mister Fuji comes out there, and you think that Crush is like, you know, he's him and Macho. You know, Macho's holding his hand up. You think that everything is all good, and booyah, Crush knocks the shit out of Macho, and that starts the feud. Goes, takes mm. him outside, picks him up, press slams him on top of the guardrail. Macho's bleeding from the mouth. Great visual, and it was off after that, dude. Then they had the match at uh, WrestleMania Ten. Yeah, I do. I do remember that feud. I do remember yeah. that feud. That was that was that was some good shit. Yeah. That was that was some good shit. Yeah, and then another one, another one that I went back and looked at. It actually caused me <laughs> to alter my top five. So, the Rock versus Austin feud. Yeah, I like when I did it. When I did it originally, it was just based off like 
my memories? Like what, which one of these, like how many of these fuse like actually are ingrained in my memory? You know what I mean? Like these are the reasons that I became a fan of wrestling. You know what I mean? Right. Rock versus right. Austin was my number five. I went back and looked at it. It's number three because I can't put it ahead of Macho. I mean, I'm mean, sorry. I can't put it ahead of McMahon and Austin. And right. for what uh, Brock Lesnar, Eddie Guerrero meant for me personally, I can't move that from my number one. So it became, it went from five to three. Yeah. But that was that was a legendary feud, man. It, it was a legendary feud, just based off all the talking, and that one WrestleMania match where Stone Cold walks in the ring and he's trying to do his four corners, and The Rock steps in front of him. Yeah, WrestleMania fifteen. Yeah, steps in front of him, and they just go at it right then and there. I'm like, okay. These motherfuckers had chemistry. <laughs> like, oh, they did. The they, chart, they had, they the had chemistry. chemistry. They had chemistry. They had that chemistry all the way back in 97 when they were feuding for the IC belt. That's when you knew yeah. the tide was really starting to change and turn a little bit because these two dudes had it. Austin and Rock, just, they, they had, like you just said, that chemistry. They had that they can go out there and just do the business. You know what I mean? Yeah. So absolutely, yeah. another another few too that I can bring up that a lot of people don't talk about for some reason, but it was actually pretty good at the time. Ahmed Johnson versus Farouk. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> okay. Actually, it was. Yeah, it actually was because Ahmed was Cause... Ahmed was over like Rover, bro. Yeah, he was. He was. And Farouk came in there like, you Uncle Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, doing they work for him. <laughs> but remember, Farouk now. Now, Farouk is saying all this, but remember when he came in, he was Farouk aside, the fucking gladiator. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? He out there managed, getting managed by Sonny, who, you know, <laughs> she ain't really like his skin color, put it like that. <laughs> this, is, this is at the time of my fandom where I was still a little bit naive. I'm like, uh, why is Ron Simmons wearing this? <laughs> oh, it's very simple. It's very simple. I, I, I was listening to Bruce Pritchard's podcast, Something to Wrestle, and... Um, the, the reason why he was wearing that helmet is because his hairline was receding and Vince <laughs> saw that and says, let's just put this thing on him to cover put it up. Put this helmet on your head. Right. Put your, put this helmet on. Yeah. Meanwhile, young me is like, why is he dressed like that? This ain't <laughs> the man I remember. <laughs> <laughs> They done made him a cartoon. What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing? The first they black doing? WCW, first black WCW champion. You put him in a damn gladiator gear. <laughs> Not even a good one either. That shit looked like a, 
like a damn cartoon costume. Right. Like, what what is going on here? No, he was like uh, he was like Mega Man. He did. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He really did. All right, man. Last segment. All right. In in doing this. It sent me in a rabbit hole. Oh, is it a white rabbit hole? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Although we we, we got to say that for the final thoughts. But yeah. finding the holy grail of matches. Matches that you don't you don't know that existed. But they are there. Mm. But they are, they actually happened. Matches that you would never think would happen, but it actually did. Uh, you, you want me to cheat and go and go get my, uh, my DVD I bought, you know, uh, a month or two ago. It's called <laughs> the, the best of WWE unreleased matches. <laughs> 85 to, get... 90, to 96. I'm going to give you one. Okay. That you would say, huh, that that actually happened. Brian Danielson versus Kamala. Yeah, I know. Actually happened. Yeah, it didn't happen in Ring of Honor? Ring of Honor, yep. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I knew about How that. How the hell did you know that? <laughs> I'm a student of the game, man. Yo, really? Yeah, I knew about that. Really? Huh? What year was it? Wasn't it like wasn't it like oh two oh three? Yeah, it was oh three. Yeah. Damn it. I was trying to get you. Try harder. A dream match that we wanted to see now uh, or up until recently, a dream match that everyone was clamoring for for yeah. is Undertaker versus Sting. It already happened in WCW, me and Mark. Me and Mark Calloway versus Sting actually uh, happened. Yeah. <laughs> just like just like technically Sting versus Kane happened because when Kane was there as Bruner, uh Bruiser Mastino or some shit or what Bruno Massino or whatever his name was, he was going by in WCW. He fought Sting on episode of WCW yep. Worldwide. So yep. yeah, so Sting technically already beat the Brothers of Destruction. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, stunning Steve Austin? Yeah, versus the Macho Man Randy Savage. Happened on WCW Saturday Night. Fuck you. You know too much. <laughs> <laughs> a triple threat match. You know which one I'm about to say, right? I don't know. CM Punk. Uh-huh. Versus Eddie Guerrero. Uh-huh. Versus Rey Mysterio. Okay. That match actually happened. Yeah, it happened in Ring of Honor, right? Uh, I'm not sure if it was Ring of Honor. 
Yeah, that match happened. It I, happened I'm not right, sure. It was 2002. It happened right before Eddie went back to WWE. Like he had did that match, and literally showed up on Raw um, and attacked Rob Van Dam. For the, uh, and they started the feud for the Intercontinental Belt. Yes. Yes. So I would say right. it was the first episode of Raw. The first episode of Raw the week after the draft is when it happened. Is when Ric Flair was the co-owner of the WWF. So it was the night yes. that Ric Flair had the undisputed championship. He was going to give it to Triple H. Yeah. And then Taker, yeah. Taker came out there and they were chanting, what, what? And Taker says, I'll tell you what, say what again if you sleep with your own sister. And they're like, what? And Taker, <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs> yeah, Taker just, what? <laughs> oh. yeah, Taker, Taker just shook his head like. <laughs> Fucking dummies. Yep. <laughs> All right, matches that should have happened but didn't happen. Okay. Of course, we know the story behind this one, obvious one. Shawn Michaels versus The Rock. Right. Had plenty of time to make it happen, never happened. If you don't know the story why, I suggest you go read up on it. Long story short, Rock didn't want to do that shit. <laughs> but 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 why didn't he want to do it? Because of the click. Nah. Pretty much. Well, that not really Rock. the click, Sean. It was Shawn Michaels. Well, but why? Because Shawn Michaels was an asshole to him. Yeah, but yeah, but that wasn't what it was about. What was it about? So back in the day when Rock's grandmother was running a promotion, Shawn Michaels wrestled down there for her and he disrespected her. And Rocky never oh. forgot that. Yeah, he never forgot that. So then he came to the WWF and Triple H and Rock or Triple H and Shawn were trying to hold him down, trying to fuck him. And then he went above all that. But he, he just after that point, he didn't he didn't want to work with him because and it all went back. Now he worked with Hunter, but he never worked with Shawn. It goes all the way back to when Sean disrespected his grandmother. Wow. I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. Did yep. not know that. I'm pretty sure they're cordial today. I mean, because D- Dwayne is up, you know, Dwayne is up way up there. Yeah, he don't fucking care about Sean. Yeah, he don't care about that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so that's what, but that's, that's what it was about. Hmm. But the other match that should have happened. But, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You got you. you go. Another match that should have happened that didn't happen. And there's, there's various reasons why it didn't happen, but nobody knows the real story. Hulk Hogan versus Bret Hart. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Hogan probably didn't want to put over Hart. That, that Don't would know be why. That, yeah, that would sure be that's my what guess. it was. Pretty sure that's what it <laughs> that was. But I'm not sure why you wouldn't want to have put over Bret. Not, I, I, that could have been big business. That's another thing that it's like you know you hear so many so many conflicting stories about um, WrestleMania nine and them taking the belt off of of Brett and put it to Yoko and then Yoko dropped it to Hogan like what two or three minutes later, right? And Bruce Bruce Pritchard said on his podcast that it was all about the European tour that Hogan was going to be on the European tour and it made much more sense for him. To have Bullshit. the belt. And then also, he says that 
it would get people to order the show because it was something that they would expect. You 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 would not have expected Hulk Hogan to win the WWF Championship because he wasn't even booked in the match. He was booked in the tag match. So now you're like, mm. oh shit, Hulk Hogan just won the WWF title. And this, this this was the first time that they had ever experimented with um, replay of the pay-per-view. They had never done it before. So they had did the initial airing at WrestleMania 9, and then Tuesday would be the follow-up. You can reorder it on pay-per-view. They never done it. So that's why they said, let's try this and see what they get out of it. So that's why we did it. But also it's because Vince just didn't see that Hogan versus Bret Hart match as a marquee match. Just like he didn't see Ric Flair versus Hulk Hogan as his big marquee match. It was Vince. Which he, he saw it. That match I think is I bullshit. That's bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> that's that's bullshit. You could ain't no way on, ain't no way in hell that match don't make money. Well, look at look at look at uh, look at the business that that match generated for WCW in '94 when Hogan yeah. came in. Look at the yeah. ma- and look just look at the match. Look at the look at the pacing of the match. It was actually a very entertaining matchup. So I don't understand yeah. that. I don't either. I that one I don't get. Just like yeah. we never saw. Well, we we could have saw this one. Stone Cold versus Hulk Hogan. Yeah. We could have saw that, but we got Stone Cold versus Scott Hall. Well, yeah, because here's the thing. Austin didn't want to work with Hogan for whatever reason. Rocky wanted to work with Hogan because Rocky knew Rocky's Rocky's feelings wasn't all in it. Right. So right. that's that's one of the reasons why he wanted to go and do it. And on top of that, Austin probably still had resentment because Austin wanted to work with Hogan in WCW. But Hogan didn't want to do it because, like, you're not at my level, bro. You're you're sunning Steve. What what have you done to be in the ring with the immortal Hulk Hogan? But at the same time, you're out there doing this stupid shit with Dave Sullivan as Evad, and you're out there wrestling the Butcher. The shit the shit goes on and on, man, on and yep. on. Stone Cold Goldberg, we didn't get that one. Didn't get could could have got that. In WWE, Could have got didn't it. Get it. Didn't get it. Did not get it. We can't think of any more. Bret Hart, Kurt Angle. That would have been good. It would have been a great match had Bret not got hurt. Yeah. But that's depending on if Bret would have ever came back to the Federation. That's true, too. It was, it was just too much for him back then to come back. But... Another matchup I just thought about that we could have had that we didn't get, and it would have been a big deal in W in, in the invasion. People champ versus people champ. DDP versus The Rock. Oh, oh, that would have been yeah, that would have been before 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 The Rock ever called himself the People's Champion. DDP was doing it on WCW. Yep, and people that that would have been fire. That would have been fire. Another one. That we should have got with this whole invasion angle, but we but we just didn't because of money contracts. Yeah. NWO versus DX. Yeah. 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 Could have got it, but hey, if I'm making three million or whatever to sit at home and I've been working this whole time and they want to pay me three, four million dollars. 
and and Vince isn't really offering me that much, and I got to you know do all these dates. Yeah, I'll set out too. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Maybe. The only ones that took that deal, that took the buyout, was that it was DDP, um, Booker T, that they Bagwell. Yeah, they all want to set the buyout. We can do a whole podcast one day about WCW, but we'll probably make that a Patreon exclusive where we talk about the invasion. Yeah, we can we, do that. And we look at and we just look at full depth. Look at the entire history. Go back to the entire history of WCW, all this stuff that was going on in WCW that a lot of people probably don't know about, as far as the racial discrimination lawsuit that was filed and all the stuff that was going on with Bill Watts back in the day, Jim Hurd. We'll do a whole damn deep dive of WCW on our Patreon if people want to listen to that because. We'll go in depth with it. Yeah, we can up, do that. Up to the point, up to the point where they close. Yep. We can do that. All right, man. Final thoughts. What you got? Uh, final thoughts is, is that if you don't want to work somewhere, don't sign the contract. Agreed. You knew what you was doing. You yep. did it. You did it to get away, and now you're stuck. So stay yep. stuck. Honor that contract. Honor the contract. No matter if you on if you if it doesn't matter if you're gonna be on dark elevation for the rest of your life, honor that contract. But that speaks volumes about you, not the company. It speaks volumes about you. That's what I'm saying. This is twice. This is twice now. Just two different companies. You had issues with one, you wanted to leave, you left. Yep. You're having issues with this company, you want to leave, you're stuck. Uh it's 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 issues, aka I want to go back to WB because my wife's over there. Well, yeah, that too, and, and I'm I get sure that. That, that, that has that a lot part. to do with it. Yeah, but bro, that probably has but, a lot to do with it. But bro, you only working one day a week. But I'm pretty sure the travel, WWE's travel schedule. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty I don't sure remember Charlotte they... working. I don't remember Charlotte working house shows. Well, if she doesn't, she still has to travel to different cities. So I travel to different, yeah, to Raw or SmackDown every week. That's it. Yeah, but that's that's two days out. Well, that's four really, because you you travel, settle in, work the show, leave, travel, settle in, work the show. That's at least four days out of the week. And if he travels, that's at least two days out of the week. So they're probably only seeing each other passing. Well, you know what? It's none of my business. I'm just saying. Yeah, that, but I'm saying that that type of shit can take a toll on a relationship. Well, I understand that. That's exactly what I think happened with with, with Malachi Black. But like I said, yeah. it ain't my business. That's their business. Yeah, I'm. I'm just that that that's a feasible way to say I want out. I, I get that. If that if that's truly what, just just say that. Yeah, I need to be around my wife more. Like. Yeah, we don't see each other. We just get and the, that first year of the marriage is the most. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. That first year of the marriage is critical, <laughs> especially if you're traveling. Yeah, uh, it is very critical. So I get it. I get it. So, but yeah, honor that contract. And uh, if you just so happen to listen to this, find us some 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 good matches that we need to go watch. Find us the Holy Grail, and that's it. 
Got any else? Anything else, man? Uh huh. Well, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it like this. Once again, help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered. Right. That's it. You better know All your right. role. And shut your mouth. Right. <laughs> All right, man. This has been a good episode of No Gimmicks here on the DFPN. I'm going to do Come my Larry Zabisco. <laughs> Come back to us next week. Uh, till then, y'all be easy, be safe, take care of each other. Peace.